it's me, Deirdre. And me, Yelena. You're, You're listening, listening to, to I Wouldn't Say No, a podcast. On HBO. On HBO this time. That was my HBO impression. It was really good. I found it really impressive. I didn't know what you were doing. I was like, I could just open a can if you want me to. No, that's, I um, famously was the HBO person. You know, kind of like the MGM lion. I oh. was the HBO, like, you'd turn on HBO, and <laughs> I, I worked on their studio, and they uh-huh. would make me just, like, psh, that, Someone probably yeah. did have to do that, right? <laughs> um, I can't believe we finally got an HBO sponsorship I know, after it's a all really those big pleas. Yeah. And, I'm proud of us. <sighs> I know. It must have been all of my Big Little Lies tweets. <laughs> I mean, everyone's Big Little Lies tweets. It's the best. I actually haven't been tweeting about Big Little Lies. Oh, okay. Have you been watching it? Yes. And also, I'm not reading tweets, so... <laughs> yeah, we've I, caught ourselves in a big little lie, yeah. you might say. <laughs> little big lie. Uh-huh. Um, I don't really have anything to tweet about. Uh, big little lies. I did. Other I did, than it's fucking great. It is great, but it is simultaneously pretty bad. I would. This is my argument. <laughs> my face just went. <laughs> okay, and I don't mean in the sense that it's like actually bad and not enjoyable to watch. Yeah. I just think it is kind of trashy. Oh yeah, so that's why I wasn't an early adopter of the show. I actually <laughs> didn't watch the first season in protest because I was like, oh. oh, another show about like rich white ladies. Yes. I don't fucking care. And then I was like, okay, Deirdre, but also you really like like a lot of these yes. like. you know cast members and so you should just watch it and then carrie and i watched pretty much all of it in the last week oh no way really yeah Yeah. (laughs) um i wonder if that would be i wonder if that would be more enjoyable i love reese witherspoon on it exactly she's perfect she's amazing um laura dern is incredible when she has she ever phoned it in is what i would like to know when she screams so I won't perfect. not be rich. Yeah. At her I will husband. not not be rich. <laughs> um, I just want to, like, make a poster of that. Yeah. And, like, put it in my house, an aspirational poster. Yeah. I'm just imagining, like, wouldn't that be an amazing, like, hip-hop album cover? Just, like, her screaming <laughs> that. Yes. Like, the, yeah, just, like, a the frame of that. I will not not be rich. It's perfect. Yeah. And that song is everywhere. Yeah. I heard it. Anyway, I heard it playing at, like, some party, and I was like, that's depressing. <laughs> Don't play this. But we're not here to talk about Big Little Lies. We're not. We're not. Um, I have some housekeeping to do after the last episode. Please, go ahead. Um, so. Like, literal housekeeping? Did Ben and I make a mess? No, it was oh. fine. But I did vacuum before you came over this time. Oh, thank Because you. I was like, I remembered being here last week and being like oh wow it's really gross I got a vacuum and I then I was setting gross. up the pod and I was like ooh still haven't vacuumed <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so I got a jade roller and it is applicable to last week because one might say I've been rolling 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 okay tell me <laughs> Tell me and our our listeners what a jade roller is. I mean, I know what a jade roller is. I've toyed with the idea of purchasing yeah. one, but I don't think everyone knows what it is. So basically, it's a pretty rock yeah. that pretty is rock attached on a stick. To, yeah, to a handle, and there's like a hole drilled through the rock, and so it's like on a piece of wire, and you can roll it around. And on your face. Yeah, on your face. Yeah. 
And it's supposed to help with, like, it's basically like giving yourself a face massage. Okay. Um, I, yes, I am the daughter of a dermatologist, mm-hmm. so I'm somewhat super paranoid about my skin all the time. Uh-huh. Uh, and this is one of the, like, skin blogger things that I can actually get behind. Interesting. Be- because it makes sense that you're, like, you're increasing blood flow to that part of your organ okay. like because you know your skin is Oof. The skin. i hate when you call not the you but one <laughs> calls the skin it's your biggest it's, organ it is That's i'm disgusting. sorry facts are facts Yelena. i think my small intestine is my biggest organ <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway yeah so it just like it makes sense to me that like increasing blood flow to your face is yeah. a good thing in like a controlled way mm-hmm. because then your skin's like oh thanks for reminding me that I want this part of it to be nice so how do you use it how do you use this jade roller yeah so I've been doing it in the morning and at night you put like a little if you like both times yeah both times wow I've had it for 1.5 days okay so so you might get... fall off <laughs> yeah. on the diligence yeah um yeah well because the thing is I like it was an impulse buy I was at Sephora to get a hair product uh-huh. and I walked into Sephora with no makeup which is already a like oh god what am I doing I'm gonna leave looking beautiful no it's more the like these people all know I'm a fraud <laughs> no, I think it's actually a smart game plan to go into Sephora with nothing on your face because then you can actually like try the products mm, on yeah. um, with, you know, without like mixing three different things. But I leave Sephora looking like a clown every single time. See, that's how I feel generally when I put on makeup more than like the normal amount I wear. Okay. I feel like I look like a clown. I don't have, my features aren't very big. So like hmm. if you try and put too much eye makeup on me, it's just very like. Do you just do like mascara? Yeah. And then like sometimes I'll wear like an, a very like neutral eyeshadow. That's okay. about it. Yeah. That just makes the blue pop a little. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Love yeah. to see yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. You're in Sephora. I'm you're in buying Sephora. I'm buying my hair product. What's your I, hair product? Am I um, asking Bumble and Bumble Thickening Spray. Very nice. It's all I use for these natural waves. Yeah. I just air dry. It's great. It looks uh, great been years of this shit mm-hmm. i swear by that if they stop making it i will shave my head i don't <laughs> i don't think i'll stop making it um yeah so i like impulse bought it because like uh, a couple of our friends like i know christy's all about her jade mm-hmm. roller you should check out her podcast by the way the goal crush yes shout out to christy um and she has flawless skin mm-hmm. she just always has so do you mm-hmm. I mean, thank you. That's very nice. Yeah. It's a lot of work. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so you just, like, put some uh, oil on your skin, or, mm-hmm. like, if you're going to use a serum, I think that's fine, and then you just roll a little. It's just like having a face massage. Do Feels you good. freeze it? No, but I've heard you can do that. My, mm-hmm. fa- I don't think puffiness is, like, the main thing I'm trying to combat at this point, Okay. but I do think it would be good for, like, if I stayed up really late the night before, or if I, like, went to a party and overindulged the night before. Kind oh. Of thing. Yeah. Overindulged. Over- yes. Well, I'm 30 now, so that's how I put it. Oh, I'm 31. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Stop lying. Um, Do you use the little parts for under your eye? Yeah. I just don't think I have enough time to do that. It's like 30 seconds and it feels good. Really? Yeah. Okay. It re- it's super fast. The thing that, like, really sold me on it is I went into your bathroom, of course, 17 times before <laughs> we started, because I just, I'm like, three beverages in front of me, mm-hmm. we had to gab for an hour, and I had to pee. Anyway, yeah. I saw this beautiful box, and I was like, that's what sold me on it. I was mm-hmm. like, that's pretty. Yeah. I want that. Yeah. Um, but I have so much bullshit in my, like, cabinet, because mm. my bathroom is old and doesn't have good storage, Yeah. that... 
I just have so much stuff and I actually feel like it's like kind of bad for your skin to put so much stuff on it. Yeah, I agree. I don't use a lot of stuff. I use um, like dermatologist recommended cleanser mm-hmm. that's like super chill. Also, yes, this is a skincare blog yeah. podcast <laughs> at this point. Um, I don't care. Yeah, no, I'm not. I Everyone like, should take care of their skin. Yeah. Or, you know, just, yeah, freak what you feel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't live by that policy. Yeah. Freak, freak what I feel. Yeah, freak what Elena <laughs> feels, okay? <laughs> this podcast is actually a dictatorship. Yeah. <laughs> we're, just, we're just getting the word out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. It's, like, super easy. It, have you seen this? Because there are some rollers that literally have tiny little needles yes. that put micro tears in your skin. That, I'm like, mm, that doesn't what is seem that as for? It's because if you use these tiny needles to break your skin, it makes your skin produce collagen because what you're actually doing is fucking slicing your face up. Yeah, it's terrifying. You know what a good way to have a bunch of collagen in your face is? Just, like, eat really fatty foods. (laughs) I'm like, um, when when Doug and I used to go eat um, food, uh, Hunanese food, Uh there would be, like, a ton of pork belly. Mm. Um, And, like, I'm not, like... This was a while ago. I'm not really big on, like, animal fats now. Yeah. But I remember Doug saying that um, the the pork that we used to eat was called Mao's pork. And, oh, okay. and it was it was supposed to... This is, like, extremely stupid preface. <laughs> like, extremely stupid gendered shit. But it was supposed to make men smarter and women more beautiful. Okay. And which is, like, extremely, <laughs> extremely stupid. Yeah. But I did always, like, as I was eating the pork, think, I'm getting more beautiful. I'll never have wrinkles. <laughs> and that was my skincare routine, was just eating, like, a pound and a half of pork. Cool. Um, which, I like that. You know, I don't... I don't really... You don't necessarily that. endorse. I, I don't endorse that, <laughs> nor, nor would I say I do that anymore, yeah, but, like, yeah. I do... I've hated my, like, chubby cheeks my whole life, and as I get older, I'm like... This is kind of cool. I don't really have wrinkles. Yeah. So. Yeah. Natural collagen. There you go. Hell up yeah. From my from my cheeks. I could honestly. Now that we've started talking about skincare, I can like talk about it for such a long we're time. We're just gonna but... do a skincare pod. No, we're not. Cause I have another follow up from last week. Please. Did you buy some Viva paper towels? I did. How do you feel? Have they changed your life? For people that might have skipped last week's ep, we if talked about did. how Vivas are primo. Nothing better. Um. They're really nice. Yeah. I don't find myself using less paper towel, mm. which I don't know if that's what I... I How many spills have you been cleaning? Kind of a lot. I've been feeling a little bit clumsy. Um, so, okay. like, I have broken three bowls. Oh, no. Um, I, I mean, it's just, like, me being stupid. Like, yeah. I literally threw a bowl into my kitchen the other day I do that by accident. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, so I'm not really... F- feeling like I'm using less, uh-huh. um, but they certainly feel more luxurious. Yeah. Have you ever wrung one out and reused it? Ooh, it's nice. Yes. Yeah. Because right? that's like, in general, I like clean a lot. You know, mm. I have like animals. I like to clean yeah. like crumbs a lot. So I definitely do that a lot. I would say that they're not that different from like the fancy bounty in okay. terms of like durability, mm-hmm. but they certainly, they feel very fancy like when i'm using one when i'm eating dinner i don't feel like a weird college student right they're very napkiny yeah yeah i feel kind of fancy yeah but then i get like really weird and i'm like did i spend too much money on these paper towels <laughs> but also it's like what two dollars more than bounty 
But parole? When you're oh, like, was it parole? parole? Oh, I was talking about like a six pack. No, no, Damn. it's okay. But yeah, anyway, I'm liking them. I, you know, you're well, not ready to go brand loyal yet, though. I think I need to see how it goes. I think okay. you know, but I, I, I do feel luxurious. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like. Wow, I really just want to talk about all of the stupid stuff. I bought reusable cotton pads for, yeah. for oh, yeah. my face. So mm-hmm. that's been really cool because I felt bad about um, throwing out a bunch of yeah. cotton pads. So And you like them? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, but anyway, I won't talk. I'm going to talk about something more interesting now because like, I don't think anyone gives a shit about what... <laughs> okay, if you're still here. Uh... <laughs> if you're still here, we've stopped talking about skincare and now Um, what are we on to the thing i want to talk about which has been really important for my week (laughs) is um the bagel boss guy video Uh and deirdre i know that you just watched it i yeah i just because i i watched uh bo and yang's lip sync of it yesterday yeah and then read the article so that was actually my first time legit watching it oh yeah really yeah okay so the bagel boss video is a video of a man who's, I don't know, in his 50s, um, and he's at a bagel store in Long Island. Am I allowed to say I'm going to say 40s and he's just looking rough? It, <laughs> absolutely, because um, hatred rots you from the absolutely. inside out. Mm-hmm. That's and why so both this, of our skin looks amazing. I know, we're it's just not full of the jade love. roller. <laughs> it's just our love emanating. Um, and so this man is in uh, of a, a bagel place, um on Long Island and he is um, screaming at everybody in the store and he's basically like screaming about how um, women on dating sites discriminate against him because he's five feet tall and everyone makes fun of him Um, and he ends up getting tackled at the end of the video because he's basically like like hey you want to talk to me tough guy yeah and he has a really really thick um, Long Island accent, yeah, the kind of accent that like I grew up around, uh-huh. and it was really interesting. So this video went viral, and everybody was like, "This is so fucked up." This man is like screaming at all these women. He's insane. And as I watched this video, I was like, not really perturbed yeah. in a way by that brand of toxic masculinity. Yeah, you're like, oh, this is Thursday morning. Well, from yeah. From when I was growing it up. It was like... Whatever. It, it's not that it's not disturbing, but it just yeah. felt so familiar to yeah. the kind of, like, men I grew up around that literally, as I watched that, I was like, this guy reminds me of my math teacher. <laughs> like, I was like, this guy reminds me of my math teacher, of my gym teacher, my health teacher, and my... Um, whatchamacallit, and, like, my science teacher, who were all the same person. They had, like, what... It it was, like, one person. But just, like, I grew up with, like, um... I don't know. I grew up with, like... Overt toxic masculinity. toxic masculinity. As opposed to what I grew up with, which was the passive-aggressive form. Right. Yeah. So, like, (laughs) it was insane, because then I started thinking, oh, my God, is this why I'm so dumb? Because this, like... (laughs) like, Because those people were instrumental in my education. Yeah, like, that's who taught me math, was, like, a guy who was, like, 4'11 and really mad about it. Yeah. So he would make, like, passive-aggressive jokes at his high school students. Yeah. Um... But, yeah, it was really, it's always really weird for me to see the world react to um, 
like the kind of people I grew up around. Uh huh. Um, because it was that was kind of what it was like when Sopranos was like the Sopranos yeah. were really yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. popular. I didn't grow up in New Jersey. Yeah, I didn't yeah. grow up in, with like. But they're Italian... not that far apart. <laughs> it's not that far apart, and like that machismo yeah. and that anger, yeah. that seething anger is like. I just remember wanting to get away from that and feeling like I was never going to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went to uh, Matt Rogers, who is the other podcaster on Lost Culturistas with Bone Yang. Yeah. Um, I went to his Twitter because he's from Long Island. And even though he's like super progressive and like in these creative circles, I like I wanted to see what he tweeted about it. And he was like, he was like, this is my culture. Like, yeah. this is like. He was like, this it, This happens three times a week at Bagel Boss. And I was yeah. like, yeah, or Boss Bagel or whatever <laughs> the fuck it's called. Um, and I was like, yep, like this is, it's not that weird to be in a place and like have some guy being like, you like what you see, buddy? Why are you looking over here? Yeah. Type of thing. Um, so it's, it's, that was just my experience with that. What did it feel like for you watching that video? Did it seem... Like, you can't believe that person exists? Not at all, no. But, I mean, I don't know. I Yeah, I don't know. I don't... It's funny. I don't know how to get into this in a delicate way. Don't don't be delicate. Um, so, my math teacher uh-huh. sounded like the teacher from South Park, and it was, like, while South Park was really big. Uh-huh. He said, okay. Okay. All the time! Like, yeah. and we were all like, how does this guy not know he sounds exactly like the teacher on South Park that just keeps saying, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, that was more the kind of toxic masculinity I was around. The yeah. real quiet, okay. But then, like, still very slut-shamey and misogynistic. Totally. Yeah. Um, and, like, also I would say that I did see a lot of, like, intense male anger, but it was always from, like, very weird sources. Like, okay. uh, the artistic director of the ballet company I grew up in was, like, gay guy from Chicago. Uh-huh. Not the same, but, like, very machismo, very, like, macho, mus- okay. muscle daddy type, and, like, covered in tattoos, which, like, in the mid to late 90s was, like, not as much of a thing, right. you know? Um, and also was, like, rumored to be, like, pretty into cocaine. Okay. <laughs> and he just had a horrible temper. Do you think he listens to this podcast? Absolutely not. Okay, um, But, yeah, like, there was, like, one interaction we, I had when I was 14? maybe 13 or 14, where he, like, pulled me into the middle of the studio. It was, like, one of the first rehearsals I ever did with, like, members of the company. Mm -hmm. Like, so there's... I was in the school. The company's the professional people. Yeah. Um, And I was getting to dance with the professional people for this one scene in Nutcracker. And he was, like, trying to correct me, but being really aggressive about it. And I I kept saying sorry, because, like, I just inherently say sorry. So then he started yelling me about saying sorry, And then I was like, and then I would, (laughs) the way I tried to circumvent it was by saying, I would catch myself saying sorry again, and he would go, sorry? And I, and then at one point I went, excuse me. And like, that was the closest I could get to like a fuck you to that guy. Yeah. But like, yeah, I think it, mm, yeah, it didn't surprise me. I've been on the receiving end of (laughs) a lot of toxic masculinity that I don't feel like I can speak about openly. Yeah, no, and, and. And you don't have yeah. to. Yeah. Um, it was it was weird. It was weird to think that video was funny because I yeah. know that people yeah. definitely found it like disturbing, but they also kind of were like, This guy's so stupid. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I, I was think... like, imagine growing up with so many people like this. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's, like, where, like, all, not all, but, like, so much of my anger or, like, distaste, distaste of men comes from. Yeah. And then, like, the thing I was thinking about was, like, I was like, did this make me hate learning, like, um, math and, like, science? That is interesting. That, that, that does suck. You know? Yeah. Like, I was like, I hate these men, and yeah. I gravitated towards the more, like, um, soulful, vulnerable, like, emotionally open women who taught me... English See, and yeah. So here's the thing. I just I think I just had really bad teachers all the time. Yeah, that's <laughs> because, possible too. Because when you were going, did you go to public t- school? Catholic school. Okay. For almost all of it. Mm-hmm. And then when I did go to public school for the last year and a half, I did have a male teacher say, "Oh, two of them actually say very sexually inappropriate things to me." Oh. So yeah. Anyway, one of them's in my yearbook actually. If you want to see it later. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, he, like, literally was like, my friend wants your number. Ew! I was 17. Fuck. Yeah. Which actually is applicable to what we're gonna talk about later. We're gonna talk about the show (laughs) Euphoria later. Yeah. Um, but it, it made me laugh because then you were, like, my, like, gym and health teachers. And then I was reminded of my health teacher, who was, like, a 33-year-old woman who tried to tell us with a straight face that she was a virgin and that we should all remain virgins for forever. because oh, it was Catholic school? Uh-huh, yeah. Do you think that she wasn't a virgin? No, I don't think so. Why that, she... Because now I'm a 31-year-old woman, and I'm like, there's no way. There's no way! Maybe she was. Maybe she was really religious. <sighs> I don't buy it. Not for a second. Sorry, Miss Asp. Also, your name was basically Asp, Miss so... Miss Asp. She might have... Ugh. This is, like, one of those Catholic school rumors that, like, I hate to repeat, but also was often repeated around me and, like, the kind of toxic masculinity I absorbed uh, uh-huh. was that, like, she and, like, another young lady teacher... Oh, this is so fucked up that I even let people say stuff like this around me without immediately being like, fuck you, you don't fucking know what you're talking about. Yeah. But they would be like, well, whatever, she's just, like, that kind of virgin. You know she takes it in the ass. Ew! Like, yes, that was, Ew. like, that ran rampant. So while people weren't yelling at people in bagel bosses, I was instead yeah. hearing a lot of that kind of shit. You know what's interesting? So, like, uh, I, I was, like, kind of, like thrown back in terms of like how I went to school um and simultaneously there's been a story going around oh no I have too many carbonated beverages I oh, might burp. two of the three are carbonated um okay. <laughs> so there's a story that's been going around from the cut about the oldest preschool in Brooklyn called Grace Church um and it's like this kind like used to be this like so it's in Brooklyn Heights which is historically a very expensive neighborhood Mm, uh um which used to be populated by like um you know like doctors and lawyers and like roosevelt's and shit like people like like (laughs) old old money in new york yeah and more recently in the last like decade or so the people that have been living there are like carrie russell and like Mm. ethan hawk and michelle williams and stuff so it's like this kind of like artsy enclave yeah um so apparently this, like, preschool has this insane waiting list, and it's a preschool that, like, feeds um, into all of the really, like, prestigious private schools yeah. in New York, which, like, of course, then get you into Ivy Leagues, and then whatever, you're to fucking rich for, To which I want to say, like... do you think any of those kids are vaccinated? Just a question. Um, 
<laughs> some of them. The ones... I guess the East Coast isn't as bad. No, no, no. It doesn't no. seem like they're, it. They're probably like, I don't want the rat to bite my child. Yeah. But, but you never know because there are so a lot of So what I'm trans- hearing is more rats. <laughs> <laughs> we solved uh, it, everyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but there's this whole article that came out about like a scandal that happened there. And anyway, I didn't actually like finish the article for the story but there was like an article about uh, a new director who came in and like tried to get all buddy buddy with like the Vogue editors and like the new class of people who were Mm. like bringing their children there and I thought about um, my middle school best friend who like grew up went to the same public middle school as me we were like in a magnet program but it was like um, I don't know a school where just a bunch of like working class yeah. Kids went um, in the middle of, like, Flatbush in Brooklyn. Uh-huh. And her, um, she was, like, from a Haitian immigrant family. And she went to one of these high schools. One called, of the private ones. Yeah, yeah. called Packer. And it was, like, um, it was, like, a $40,000 a year tuition. Um, but she was so brilliant um, that she she got, like, a scholarship there. And yeah. it was, like, through, like, a program. Like, there are so many programs for yeah, kids yeah. who, like, need assistance to go to that. Um, and I remember visiting her there for, like, a half day or something because we were, like, still friends in ninth grade. And it was my first exposure to, like, New York and Brooklyn elite mm. and old money. Yeah. And that I had never... Like, I just had... No exposure to that yeah. as a kid. And I was reading this article and thinking about that and the sort of disparity of, <laughs> Bagel like... Bagel boss versus yes, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, th- in the last two days, just thinking about, like, where I went to school, even though, like, I was in, like, a good high school and a good program. Yeah. And my friend who went to the school were, like, you know, like, future hedge fund managers and, like, fucking CEOs at 24 come out yeah. of. And I just remember being, like, blown away by, I didn't understand what, like, privilege and, like, really rich people, yeah. like, how much money there was in New York until I went there and feeling, like, so incredibly small compared to that. Yeah. This is kind of, like, a heavy, I feel like... I know, I we're th- starting heavy, but that's okay, because the show we're about to talk about later is heavy. It, yeah, maybe so this, this is a heavy ep. This maybe, is our serious ep. Yeah, well, we are, you know what, <laughs> so, anyway, um, I just was kind of, like, confronted with all of these, like weird class things in New York because I know there was like a ton of toxic masculinity in that school too. Oh yeah. Um, anyway, so that, those are like my, um, New York school stories. Basically. (laughs) Um, we should, you know what we should talk about? Paddington. Yes. Paddington is exactly what we need right now. Yeah. We need to. So I watched the very good bear movie. Paddington 2, to Paddington specify. Two. One is probably great. Have you... You haven't seen it? Haven't seen it. Have you? No. Yeah. I mean, I don't think... Do we need to? Well, there's, um... There's, like, pre-story in Paddington. Here's the thing. <laughs> Paddington <laughs> 2 gave me everything I needed and more. <laughs> so when did you watch Paddington 2 for the first time? I watched Paddington 2... It was either late last year or early this year, um, at the recommendation of our friend David Bruner, mm-hmm. who's a huge... Paddington stand. Yeah, Padding- because David is always on the right side of history. He really is. <laughs> honestly, like I Yeah, it's true. I just need we just need to follow the gospel exactly. of exactly. David. Is that a yeah. real thing in the Bible? Well, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just assume that the gospel, gospel of David is something in the Bible. No, but okay. but David is a biblical name. Yeah. And also gospel literally just means good news. Yeah. So good I'm news. following Paddington to fucking <laughs> yeah. rules. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
Um, it's the best movie ever. It's so ever fucking good. I watched Paddington for two for the first time this past week. I've been begging Doug to watch it with me. Yeah. For like since it came on HBO yeah. Go, which is why actually. Can I just do a quick PSA yeah. to any spouses or significant others or literally even friends with benefits? You have nothing to lose by watching this movie. It yeah. will only enrich your life. <laughs> it's it's just perfect. like with the person you're hanging out with, if they recommend Paddington too, just say yes. But you know what's interesting is like <laughs> I'm not drawn to kids' movies at all. Yeah, I'm not really like, either. No I don't kid, fuck with Disney. No. Yeah. No kids' movies, no cartoons, not that into it. I noticed a pattern for me mm. when I watched Paddington 2. I will watch anything with a cute animal in it. Oh, well, yeah, that's And tracks. so fucking Paddington, my God, they made that computer bear cute. Yeah, they really With a really lot did. of emotions. Yeah. And then, yeah, I just thought about how I love Babe and how Babe was the first movie that mm. I saw mm-hmm. in theaters when oh, I moved to so America. That's one of my first, like, going to see a movie memories. It was so good. I like that movie. I watch it every few years and cry. It's perfect. Yeah. James Cromwell. <sighs> He's Babe. Okay. Babe's well, bangs. <laughs> the, yeah, the, there's a reason that both of us have bangs here, and I think we know it's Babe. Um, inspired by a Babe. Yeah. Um, but, like, Babe and, um, like, Totoro. I was just trying to think oh, of, like, Totoro. the things yeah. that I like and how there's, like, always, like, an animal element in it. But, God, Paddington 2 is... I, I literally cried because it's, like... The specific brand of movie that like just tugs on my heartstrings, yeah. where like a vulnerable sweet bear will <laughs> just just make me. I actually cried at one point, like full tears streaming yeah, down I, my face yeah. because he was in the rain uh-huh. and he um, broke out of jail. Spoiler alert: yeah. Paddington goes to jail, um, and he makes it super gay. He does, he does. He, yeah. And he Paddington's break- jail is the kind of jail I would love. I'd be it, honored to go to. It's adorable. Yeah. Um, but he breaks out of jail and it's raining and he puts on his hat and uh-huh. he looks so sad. And I just looked at Doug and I said, he put on his hat and oh. like tears just streamed <laughs> out my face. Yeah. I, so when I lost it fully during Paddington 2, um, so it opens with like him being like, I love you, Aunt Lucy. Like, he just fucking loves his Aunt Lucy. And wants her to come to London. And She's also a bear, spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. Rest of the the cast, people. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Anyway, he then just, like, spent the whole... All of the circumstances that lead to his blunder are all because he loves his Aunt Lucy so much. He wants to get her a good present for her birthday. He just wants to be a good nephew. And as someone who... I feel like I'm a lot of people's favorite niece. I don't know that for sure, but I I'm up there. How many uh, how many aunts? My mom's or one of three, and my dad is one of seven. So there's like a fair amount of cousins. Wow, but I'm fucking cool. And man. you think you're the favorite? You think you're the favorite? I'm saying a couple people. You'll favorite. say it on air. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. If oh, I can't wait. I bet my uncle Mark actually listens to this, and I can't uncle wait for Mark's him to. Some, what what did you? <laughs> He's just going to text me and be like, you know what? I've met better nieces. Like, I can tell already. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so anyway, at the end, like, Paddington's life is coming back together. And you're like, you know what? This is, like, a happy enough ending. And I'm sure that things couldn't be getting better. Because they're back to normal. And normal was really fucking great for Paddington. And his family. And then Aunt Lucy 
shows up and I just bawled. Just yeah. cried so hard because I love when good things happen to good people and bears. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Because it's fucking rare. And when it does, you got to celebrate by crying real happy oh, at it. It's so good. <laughs> Please, like, that's like um, just in in the depressing, like, range of topics that we'll yeah. cover today. Paddington 2 is like a shining beacon of light. In all of our worlds. I want to watch it again. Yeah. I did get Carrie to commit to watching it tomorrow night. Wonderful. Very excited about that. Did you grow up reading the Paddington books? Not really, no. Okay. I think uh, I maybe read one or two. I was a real book nerd, so, like, I don't even know. Are you saying, like, you were too smart to read them? I read, like, a lot of books when I was (laughs) It was mostly because I was real lonely. Yeah, same. (laughs) I read a lot of, like, Babysitter's Club, though. I read some of that. Sweet Valley High. That, too. Yeah. I think Paddington was, like, a little before that it's for yeah it's for little kids but um that's like the kind of thing that i would want to read to a little kid because i think he's so cute yeah did you ever read corduroy maybe that's what i'm confusing that might be the one that was i did read corduroy i love that one Oh, for those who are listening, Corduroy is the story. We're just having like a really. <laughs> we're just getting we're animated really, bears, and we're just having like a really emotional episode <laughs> where we're just like toxic masculinity and My bears. Trauma. Yeah, bears. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, Corduroy is about a sweet little stuffed bear who lives at a department store, and a little girl finds him and loves him, but can't take him home because he's wearing overalls, and one of his overall buttons fell off. So then she can't take him home because of that. Her mom said no. That's bullshit. Um, my mom was all about that kind of shit. I would find the one, the the final size of something in like a piece of clothes I want, and she'd look it up and down for like five minutes and be like, "The stitching is bad, so but we can't get this." That's close for you. That's not a bear <laughs> toy. She would have done the same thing. Really? She's a quality. She likes quality. Yeah. That's, I can't believe. So her. she visits yeah. Corduroy at the store. She visits Corduroy at the store. Her mom says she can't get corduroy because his overalls are busted so then corduroy i have these visual they're just like so vivid in my brain he when the night like the everybody leaves and it's just like the security guard and all the lights are off Uh he takes the escalator up and goes and finds the mattress section of the department store and it's like this perfect little image of the stuffed bear yanking a button off of a mattress you know like you know like a pillow top mattress yeah. and then he sews it on and wears it and then the little girl gets to take him home oh my god so what that book taught me is that i'm not good enough <laughs> yeah I, I was gonna say like i do kind of love books that like demonize perfectionist yeah. parents yeah i'm like yeah they're a nightmare just like take the adorable bear home yeah. Yeah. but i have to like keep these lessons in my head yeah we can't be perfect no but i did love corduroy and i don't remember I just don't remember any of that plot. Yeah. He was real cute. That's really cute. Yeah. Okay. I remember yeah. way too many children's books. I love them. Bear talk. Yeah. Okay. Well, hashtag bear talk is <laughs> over. <laughs> hashtag bear talk. Hashtag. Um, do you want to tell me about uh, your eyebrows? We're back to brows. Oh my God. Can we okay. get back to brows real fast? Actually, what I'm going to talk about is not my eyebrows. Okay. I'm going to talk about um, Doug's parents paid us a visit. Um, and they're lovely people. This was the same um, weekend my dad paid us a visit and stepmom. 
Oh, really? They, yeah. Like, almost exact dates, too. Interesting. I can tell I you about if, that if you yeah, like. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to hear about that. Yeah. Um, so, I... Doug's parents were here very briefly. And during that time, I had um, an eyebrow threading appointment. I've talked about my eyebrow lady on this podcast. They do look great she's, today, by the way. Thank I was you so say. much. Yeah. yeah, she's amazing. Um, and so she's because she's great at her job, she's booked out like week, like six to eight weeks out. Wow. So yeah. I was like, okay. Even though Doug's parents are here, I'm going to my fucking eyebrow appointment. Yeah. And in a way, a bit of respite. Yeah. Um, just like a couple of hours. I get that. Um. And I asked Doug to please not tell his parents an eyebrow appointment. Not because I'm ashamed, but because I didn't want to answer a bunch of yeah, questions about it. that's fair. Boundaries are good. Yeah. yeah. I just was like, hey, tell them I have something. I Work don't know. Work to do. Doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah just can't do that. Um, yeah. And so Doug gets on the phone with his mom in the morning, and he's like, okay, we're going to go do this, and then Yelena's going to go to her eyebrow appointment, and then <laughs> blah, 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 blah. So he, like, tells, says it, and I'm just like, no! <laughs> Um, and my eyebrow person is awesome, but she is also, um, I think it's because like I've been going to her for so long that I know if like, so she will reschedule on me a lot. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because she's like kind of comfortable with me and like if something comes up, you know, she can do that. Um, so she like reschedules my appointment after Doug's told his mom (laughs) and I, after that I have an appointment. And so I get in the car and I'm like watch the first thing she's going to ask me about is my eyebrow appointment. And he's like, no, she's not. I get in the car. They get in the car and Doug's mom is like, so you didn't have your eyebrow appointment. (laughs) And I was just like, no. (laughs) Um, And then she asks me a thousand questions about like, threading and how much it costs. She's like, it's $10 in Brooklyn. And I was like, well, Ten dollars? Ten dollars, yeah. Like, there are these studios that, like, it's actually kind of disturbing. Like, they'll have videos of eyebrow threading yeah. playing outside. Have you ever seen yeah, that? Yeah, I have seen that, yeah. And those will be, like, ten dollars. Okay. Um, and I was just But they're like, not artists. No. Yeah. And this person is an artist, yeah. and she's been working with my stubborn right eyebrow, <laughs> which will not fill in. I always think of that Broad City where Abby is, like, coming down from drugs, <laughs> and she's like, it's just like, I realize that my eyebrows, man, like, they're sisters. They're not twins. And yeah. I have held close to that. Like, I hold that close to my they heart. They are sisters. They're not twins. Yeah. But my right eyebrow is being a very stubborn mm, sister okay. and not filling in. And yeah. this, the black the, sheep of the family. Yeah. Except uh, for not black enough, because then you wouldn't have to fill it in. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. Um, but, like, Doug's mom is like, you know, oh, it's $10 in Brooklyn. And how much is it here? And I'm like, of course you want to know how much it is. And I was like, it's a little more expensive. The person I go to is really good. And she's like, okay, but how much? And I'm like, it's $35. (laughs) That's not bad. she was just like, oh, no, no, no. And we just (laughs) proceeded to have the most awkward conversation where I was just like, I felt like I had to justify my eyebrows. So that's my eyebrow story. The rest of the visit was lovely. That's good. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it's hard having parents in town. I like when they visit, but I'm glad they're far away. Yeah. I Not get... just Doug's parents, mine too. Yeah. They don't even, my parents don't even know I have a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, so my, my dad was also here during that time, and he was staying with a friend because our apartment isn't really, like, big enough to host him. Mm-hmm. And his friend is retired, 
and like dealt with a lot of cancer like literally like within a week of retiring was like boom you have cancer like it was horrible but he's like the fucking coolest he's amazing he's doing really well like health wise now but they also um sweet they invite me over to watch the second night of the democratic presidential debates okay so i got invited over to watch that with five boomers and I and one of them's a Joe Biden stan, and I was just were like, they all Democrats? Oh yeah. Well, I, I mean, mean, at least you've yeah, got for that. Sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, that. for sure. But like at the same time, like, mm, no. if, if you stand Joe Biden, no, you, I know, yeah, I no. know. I, that's not how all my family is, so I know that for sure. Uh, anyway, uh, so I may or may not have toked up a little before I went over oh, because no. I was just like smoking the reefer well, because I was like you know what won't want to talk too much can just let it all wash over me <laughs> sure. pretty easily and then I was sitting there toked say hello up. everything's fine I'm like chilling someone made me a delightful vegan meal and then all of a sudden I just like really smell weed really strongly uh-huh. and I was like oh my god it's been me this whole time it's been me this whole time. Like, I hugged all these people and I smell like this. And then I walked into the kitchen and they were all smoking hella weed. And really? I was like, oh, All the okay. boomers? Yes. Not my dad. But, yeah. He would want me to clarify. Oh, That's the only would he? Okay. He would, yeah. That's actually what it was like when um, the first night that Doug's parents were here. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't see them the first night they were here because I was doing something. And I came back to our house um, and no one smokes weed in my house. And yeah. I came in and it just smelled like so much weed, but no <laughs> one was there. Yeah. And I looked at Doug and was like, are you smoking a joint? And he was like, no, but guess who was here? <laughs> and he said that his dad insisted before Doug, before Doug dropped them off at their Airbnb yeah. that he first take them to a dispensary. Classic. Like from the yeah. airport. Yeah. So. Yeah. That yeah, time. you did another fun thing with family. Did um, I? You did. Oh, yeah, I went to a horse show. Tell tell me about what that so means. So I texted Yelena about it because there was a big sign that just said, Horse Talk. And I was like, <laughs> it's us! Except for neither one of us has anything to do or knowledge of We're actually horses. changing the name of the podcast <laughs> yeah, to Horse Talk. Yeah, it's now Horse Talk. Um, yeah, my sister-in-law is a really... I mean, I find a very accomplished uh, rider. She would probably say no, but I, I thought it was Is really that the cool. name? Is it a rider or is it a jockey? Uh, well, it's not racing. Okay. I don't know the right dressage. terminology. It's not dressage either. It's like... What's um, dressage? Dressage is like where they... like you, It's like the goofy, memeable videos you'll see where like... Where they're prancing. They do silly prances. Yes. Although, actually, now that I'm saying this, they did have to do silly prances at yeah. the end. And sh- yeah. Um, it was really cool, though. Um, but it is a really weird vibe because it's like... It makes you understand why yeehaw culture had to come about. Tell me. Because everyone looks like kind of dirty and grimy. Okay. But like to participate... It's like 600 bucks. Really? Like at least. Wait, who and looks that's dirty like, and grimy? The people, not the people riding. I mean, the people watching, like everyone's wearing like oversized shitty t-shirts uh-huh. and like scrunchies and just like living their life. And like. Where was this, by the it way? It was out in Wilsonville. Okay. Um, and it was beautiful. It was like really nice. And apparently all summer long, they're pretty much set up to do this. Okay. To do horse events every Equestrian events. Yeah, Excuse yeah, yeah. me. Horse talk. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to horse talk. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, it was really cool. Um, she fell off the horse at one point, <gasps> no. which I feel like she would be okay with me saying. What kind of what kind of things do they do? So she had to do like basically it was like a horse obstacle course is okay. the best way I can describe it. Mm. Except for it was the same obstacle over and over again, which was jumping over shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was really cool, but it was it was just like so she had to ride a horse that she hadn't ridden in like nine months oh. because her normal horse had like a crazy anxiety thing and like couldn't perform Mm. and so like she was yeah having a hard time with like a horse she's not used to um but i got to pet the horse a lot and i liked it a lot and also i somehow didn't see any horses poop which is nice is that nice? (laughs) yeah i mean it's like because they're so like pretty and majestic and then it's like really just poop and um, hmm. you can really see the booty hole while it's happening. They it's held it in for you. Yeah, they all were on their best <laughs> behavior. They were like, mm, Deirdre doesn't love this. Yeah. So everybody. They get, were like, we have get, to conform to social norms. Yeah. And <laughs> get your poops out. Deirdre's rolling up. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I wonder how she got into horse So she stuff. she was like a horse girl growing up. <laughs> Yeah. I imagine that she's half horse, half girl. Obvi- <laughs> she obviously. was a centaur. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I think she rode when she was younger. And then Carrie was saying she hadn't seen her ride in almost, like, ten years. Oh, damn. Um, she rode last year, but we were out of town. Like, she competed last year. And mm-hmm. it, it went better last year, so I feel bad that we weren't there for that. But it was still... I still thought it was really cool. Was Did any other cool performers? Um, yeah, just, like... It, that's what I'm saying. It was a weird vibe, because it was all these people that, like, you could tell probably were really rich, but, like, uh-huh. all just, like, showed up to ride horses, so that, like... And, like, the people spectating were like, I'm in a gross dirt field. That's so weird, though, because it's I feel like... It's a weird vibe. The it's not Kentucky culture Derby. and, like, the Derby yeah. culture is very, like... Yeah. Show up, looking. show your money. Yeah. yeah. But then if you think about... But that's, like, Kentucky Derby. If you think about, like, a normal horse race... I've never been to a single one. Pretty depressing. Re- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only time I even had yeah. an opportunity to do that was... When I went to work on Kirsten Gillibrand's campaign oh, in Saratoga Springs yeah. when I was 20, I dropped out of college and was like, I'm going to go do this yeah. now. Um, and it was in Saratoga Springs, which is like a racing town. Like oh, okay. that's what <clears throat> people come to like go to the tracks and stuff like that. Oh, okay. But I was 20 and living in a hotel and eating Doritos for dinner. So yeah. I didn't didn't go to no horse yeah. races. The only place I ever went and saw one was at Portland Meadows, which yeah, it was just depressing. Mm. Very depressing. Yeah, it's I closed now. I don't need to see horses race. Yeah, I don't. I want to see them free. Yeah, I mean that. That's not what you're gonna see here either. It's like very controlled. Yeah, horse stuff. I don't know. But then at the same time, like, when do you really see free horses at this point? In a when you're driving to wine country. <laughs> you okay. Know? What? I'm listening to Old Town Road on yeah. repeat. Sorry, <laughs> exactly. no. I just got such a yeah. No, I mean that's. I feel like a lot of like. Farms or people who live outside of the city will have, like, a horse or two. Yeah. Can I say... Sorry. Yeah. Call back to my dad just a moment ago. Uh-huh. He went and saw Seabiscuit in the theater with my stepmom. Uh-huh. And was, like, getting really, like, on the edge of his seat towards the end of the movie and, like, really into it and really into it. And my stepmom just leaned over and was like, you know Seabiscuit wins, right? And my dad was like, God damn it! <laughs> Why would she do that? Well, how could he not know going into the film? 
he's in the moment. He's suspending <laughs> his disbelief. Why else would you pay money to go see a movie? You have With to... Tobey Maguire? Yeah, great question. I can't tell that. I was going to ask so if much. I was going to ask if Topher Grace is in that. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know the difference between them, That's is fair. what I'm saying to you. That's fair. What's now that you say that, I'm not them? sure I know the difference. Topher Grace either. is from... That 70s show. That 70s show. And... Tobey Maguire got to be Spider-Man. But then Topher Grace was also in Spider-Man, so it's confusing. But he was bad in Spider-Man. Yeah. He was the bad guy in yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. I still don't know the difference. Generic white dudes. You're okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah. They look <laughs> super similar. Yeah. Generic white dudes with, like, very symmetrical faces, therefore mm-hmm. that's why they're mm-hmm. on films. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, did, wait, you said you understood why Old Town Road happened. Oh, because uh, of the horse show. Oh, yeehaw. Yeah, because it's just like... Not Old Town Road. Because it was very, like, I don't know, could be that we were in Wilsonville, but we definitely, like, I felt like the only queer person there. I was definitely the only person with tattoos there. Mm-hmm. Um, even though this is 40 minutes outside of the city. Yeah, not even. Yeah. Um, and I, and, you know, so some of the people, like, I know my sister-in-law has tattoos, but, like, you know, she's in her full riding gear, so mm-hmm. everything's covered. Like, it's just a conserve. it's conservative. Yeah. You know? And it's, like, that's, like, that's one form of, like, horse culture and, like, and, like, <laughs> but, and like also, sub- like, rural culture. Is there know? a subversive ho- horse culture? Yeah, it's Lil Nas X. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. When I, when we were talking it's about... It's Bojack. <laughs> Bojack Horseman? Yes. I don't watch that. Oh, it's good. You should watch it. I don't like cartoons. Sorry, different. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. We don't have time to unpack. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But that was why, like, when you said horse show, all I could think of is Dope Show by Marilyn Manson, Um, and all I can think of is we're all stars now in in the the horse show. show. And I really want that video. That would be a good Um, video. But also, like, (gasps) maybe Billie Eilish could do it for us. And I do like that song now. I have to, like, come back and say that, like, a lot of the stuff that we listen to or, like, um, explore on this podcast, I like. I still listen fact. to BTS, like, once a day, probably. I know. Carrie was telling <laughs> me that at our, um, at our barbecue. Yeah. Barbecue, in quotes, at our party. Was like, she was like, do you still listen to BTS? And I was like, nope, not at all. And she was like, Deirdre does. Absolutely. She really likes her, them. Yeah. So. Hell yeah. Um. All right, are we taking a break? Yeah, let's okay. take a break. Let's take a break. Okay, when we come back, we're going to talk about a TV show we watched called Euphoria. This has been HBO. Hi, we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We are back. We're gonna talk about the television show. Deirdre just gave me such a look. <laughs> We're both tired. It's like yeah. 9 p.m. But we do it for y'all. We do it for you all and not for us and all, to hear ourselves talk. All 11 of you guys. We did also talk for two hours before this. Yeah. Just like. Yeah. And then I talked all day with my fingers on so on Same. a we are extroverts slack. i know but now i'm like oh no why did i run out of steam for like recording the podcast maybe you're just gonna play ruse role in the upcoming 30 minutes that we discuss this show where i'm just completely silent <laughs> just kind of zonked out is all okay so yeah. euphoria is a new this is kind of the youth delegate yeah. hybrid. Yeah. Well, cuz let's be honest, we maybe haven't delivered that much in the youth delegate 
past couple ups. We haven't. It was we an d- afterthought. We did talk about jade rollers, and and because we're worried about our cardiovascular health, realistically speaking, we just can't eat at Red Lobster or Olive Garden yeah, or it's true. your can't Cracker every Barrels week. every week. So. No. If you like us, you'll just tune back in yeah. where we're just <laughs> jibbing and jabbing about whatever. And this episode, we decided to talk about Euphoria. Yeah. So this show, how would you describe it? It is. So I think HBO is working really, really hard to retain viewers um, after Game of Thrones ended. Yes. So they just released a bunch of new shows. Yes. Um, Euphoria being one of them. And Euphoria is... Um, we've, it's, it's about four episodes in five. Mm-hmm. Four. Um, and it is like a teen show. Well, it is a show about teens. It's not Would a not teen show. Would not let a teen watch it. No. I might, <laughs> yeah. Like a 19 year old. I might let a teen 13? watch 13? No. No. <laughs> um, so it is a show about teenagers, um, and about drug addiction. And it reminds me of like Skins and uh-huh, Requiem a of, for yeah. a Dream yeah. and like, Kind of like the really, really, really risque yeah. um, TV shows. And so <clears throat> Zendaya is the... Do, do I say her yeah. name right? Okay. Or wait. We have to think of the song because they said it right in the song. Zende- it's Zendaya. It's Zendaya Zend- is Michi and what? LeBron James is Gwangi. What song is this? Oh my God. Wow. Uh, Gabriel Gundacker. Hilarious person. What? Oh, I don't know that. Danny DeVito is Dogo. But what words are and you saying? And is Michi. Oh man. Poor Carrie had to hear that like nine times a day for like what? a month or two. But what are the words you said? Um, It's all of, it was some horrible, like what's the Pixar knockoff studio? DreamWorks. It was like a DreamWorks animated movie that oh. like wasn't really trolls and it wasn't really ice age but it was like kind of both of those <laughs> <laughs> and all of the characters had really dumb names like gorgle <laughs> gina rodriguez what is it yeah it's just zendaya is michi so it's zendaya not zendaya okay zendaya yeah um so she is in this in the lead role um, and yeah. she plays a character named Brew, who is um, an addict and who is kind of in and out of rehab. And also her, like, her battle with addiction, but also, like, being a teenager and having yeah. a best friend um, and, like, sex and drugs. And so it's interesting because, like, I do think the show is supposed to have some of that um fun that like a show like skins has which shows a lot yeah um but it's fucking dark it's really dark i so i read about the first episode i like read the vulture like tv recap of it because i was before you watched it yeah because i'll usually do that with a like pilot to be like am i actually do i actually want to watch this yeah does this sound interesting to me okay and i read that and like super wrote it off and was like i'm never gonna watch this this is not for me why did you think that because i am already like depressed and anxious enough about the future like i saw the movie eighth grade earlier this year and while i thought it was amazing i also immediately was like oh i have a coven of nieces, and this is going to be their future. I see. And it's terrifying. It's terrifying. Yeah. You know, like, I think about how fucking lucky we are to have not grown up with social media until we were late adolescents. Like, yeah. that was so... We're the last generation that's ever going to be like that. That's true. Ever. 
Like, I mean, that's, and we it's had, terrifying. Like, we had social media to an extent. Yeah, but, but it wasn't. Even, but, but it wasn't the same. And it was anonymous enough. Like, yeah. I feel like what we had was like live journal, and I yeah. had open diary, and we had aim, and there was Zanga, but there, but it wasn't like. But it wasn't what it is now. It wasn't like sharing didn't your have face. Phones. Yes. Sharing your face and more. And more. I'm winking. So it's, so it is social media and like texting and online dating, um, and all sorts of things that you can yeah. do on the internet as like a teenager who hides their age. Yeah. Is like a really huge part of yeah. the show. Um, should we talk about the plot or should we just just? Well, so that's the thing. There's not really much of a plot. It's I feel like it's I feel kind like of there's a plot. I mean, I feel like it's kind of like slice of life. It's mm. kind of like neo realism. It's like, we're just going to watch, we're just like, we're just like dropped into these characters' existence and watching them for a set period of time. But like, I don't know. It's like, I guess it's the start of the school year. I don't feel like it's that plot heavy. Okay. If you are going to listen, well, and you want to watch the show, there will be spoilers. So, um, if you want to know what happens on the show, uh, don't, don't. Listen. Don't stop the podcast. Don't, just just uh, turn, turn it all the way down and let it keep playing. <laughs> yeah, and we'll and we're only talking about the first four episodes. So, um, basically, the show is like focused on Rue, but she also um, meets a uh, like she's going to her drug dealer to get um, who is like a ten year old by the way, who is a literal ten year old. Yeah, she's going to her drug With dealer to get pills right after rehab and the drug dealer is like hey i just saw a new girl in town it looks like you guys are going to be friends like she seems like a sailor moon what does he say about her like she he was like she seems like sailor moon yeah um and then we see this like really beautiful kind of ethereal girl like biking and she's like super thin and blonde but like dressed in like very like I don't know, like fun, glittery, extraterrestrial yeah. clothes, and yeah. um, I just feel like she's very otherworldly, mm-hmm. and that's Jules. Yeah. Um, and so it's about like their best friendship. Yeah. But also. And also Zendaya's feelings for her. Zendaya's feelings for her, which like don't really. It. I think they mostly like manifest as like friendship, like deep, deep friendship, and like feeling super. Like feeling super alone and then finding someone who you just like want to share everything with. And then that like, and then romantic. Um, and, and they're kind of not reciprocated. Um, for, for a majority of what we've watched. Yeah. Cause Jules is in the midst of getting catfished by someone who will almost certainly become a serial killer. Yeah. Um, yeah. so, th- so there's a character <laughs> on the show named Nate who is supposed to be like this ultra, I don't know how much we should like spoil or not spoil, I, I mean, guess. I I think it's fine. Yeah. So there's this character named Nate and he's like this ultra alpha jock, but like every character on the show is just ultra, deeply ultra, fucked up. Deeply <laughs> fucked up. And, and I think in a sense where like, um, the show is meant to be like, this is like the real truth and this is what life is like but I actually think it's like such an exaggeration of of what real life is like Um, but Nate is like from this like kind of like I don't know if he's from a fucked up home but like his dad's really fucked up and like demanding and he's from a fucked up home he found all his dad's homemade porn well with like people that he's cheating on 
with his mom, but also his dad has, like, a very specific type of yeah. thing where, like, he is, like, a dominant daddy yeah. to, like, young queer people, yeah. even though he is in, um, a, like, heterosexual relationship and hides all of that. Yeah. And, um, is obviously just, like, super, super, super repressed, um, keeps it all hidden. The show is one of the most, like visually graphic shows I've ever watched. I've never seen this many wieners. <laughs> so many. It's it's, some, it's like... Too many. I've seen maybe three sets of boobs and dozens of wieners. And yes, that those are the terms I will use. Yeah. I want to say, <laughs> say wieners too. Yeah. <laughs> Boobies and wieners. Yeah. Title of app. <laughs> uh, uh, the amount of of wieners on the show, it's, it kind of makes it lighter. You, I have to. Because when, yeah. when I think about it, it's so depressing. Like, it's it's hundreds of wieners. Hundreds. Yeah. Of wieners, even. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and there's, like, a lot of, like, kind of um, repulsive wiener masturbation. Oh, yeah. At least one scene of that. Or, or two. Oh, is there a second one I've forgotten about I, that I've mentally blocked because this show traumatized the, me a bit? Yeah, the one in the um, in the mental institution. Oh, I jewels. forgot about that. Yeah, okay. it's it's yeah. kind of a a short scene. Yes, I remember that. But so I don't know what in the world this person's the director is getting at with this amount of wieners. They have a lot of. They have a uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like looking Freud at... would have a lot of things to say. I'm just looking at Deirdre like, please explain this to me. I don't have a way to explain it. Why it's are... just hella wieners. I feel like it's just I don't know. Um, Do you think it's to did be you shocking? See... Did you? Yeah, absolutely. You think so? Did you see Sam Levinson's film Assassination Nation? No, and that's the director Sam Levinson. Yeah, he's like the creator. Also, I would like to say Drake is an executive producer. He is because Drake wants to be like rel like yeah. I think Drake doesn't necessarily want to be edgy in his music no. and he doesn't want to be edgy in the choices that he makes but he wants to like tie his name to an edgy project yeah which I will say at least then like props to Zendaya for being the face of the edgy project because what else is she in she's like on Disney stuff the movie that she was in was called Smallfoot yeah and she... that looked funny oh is that the <laughs> oh thank you for finding the name yeah, of yeah, it. yeah 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 um Zendaya is Michi that's all you... oh man I'm excited for you to watch that video um <laughs> yeah I think so she was on that show that I think she used to also be on a show with Bella Thorne who was the um person that just released their nudes oh yeah, okay. because a hacker was like, I'm going to release your nudes. And Bella Thorne was like, well, fuck you. Actually, here are my nudes. And she just like put them on social media. What w show was she on? I don't remember the name of the show, but they were on the same show together. Okay. I know that she is friends with, with Spider-Man, Tom oh, Holland. Okay. Yeah. That's like a big thing on social media is how they're like the cutest friends because Zendaya and... yeah oh, okay because they're like the cutest friends and they comment on each other on each other's social media it's you know this sort of what oh no I've, I'm a Zendaya fan I like her but what are you a fan of what have you uh, seen her, her in? 2018 Met Gala red carpet look what was it Joan of Arc it was so good also she looked that. great in 2017 and 2016 she I get what she was going for with the mm. camp runway. She did, like, full-on Cinderella at the ball. Like, giant. Oh, um, I yeah. saw that. Which, like, I... 
at least she attempted the assignment. Right. Like, I'm not upset about that. And especially with the self-referential, like, I'm a Disney star, look at me showing up as fucking Cinderella. Like, I appreciate it. Yeah. You know, like, at least she didn't, like, pull a Miley Cyrus and just be like, I'm just wearing a black gown. You know, like, yeah, like, like do something campy. I just don't think I've seen any uh, Zendaya in anything. And I think it's cool. She's charismatic as fuck. Like, I'm engaged. I like her. And I think it's cool to see her in this because it doesn't feel like some sort of dissonance. Like, I'm like, oh, cool. She's just really awesome. It doesn't feel like I'm watching a Disney princess in this. Um, What were you saying about? So Sam Levinson, I just wanted to mention because I didn't realize this. So he's from his dad's like a really famous director. Oh no. Dad, no way. Yeah, his dad is Barry <laughs> Levinson, who was the director of Rain Man mm, okay, and yeah, Good Morning yeah, yeah. Vietnam and yeah. Young Sherlock Holmes. So like a bunch and toys and wag the is dog. Is this like Max Landis's like alternate persona? Like maybe who's, he's not a terrible person. Who's that? Oh, Max Landis. So John Landis is his director father, oh. and like people died on his sets. Like oh, Jesus. You bad, he bad person. Really? And then his son is like a noted. Max Landis is like a noted sexual predator, and like Whoa. has been outed a bunch recently. But like he made direct to Netflix movies, I think. Like, wrote them. I, I heard a really good interview with Emily Heller recently, who's one of my favorite stand-ups, and, like, she's a producer and writer for Barry. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I just want to talk about HBO shows. Because <laughs> I'm like, Euphoria was fine. I'm engaged now. But, like, damn, is making great content right now. Yeah. Because yeah, Barry yeah. is so good. But she, Emily Heller, was talking about how she, like, has a note at her desk that just says, like, Max Landis has finished multiple scripts. You can do this. Oh, my God. That's awesome. <laughs> to just be like, this horrible, shitty, no-talent sexual predator can do it. I know. You can just do it. banish them from the fucking earth. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, so, so, I'm, I'm, like, so you were mentioning Sam Levinson's other movies. Assassination. Yeah, Assassination Vacation, which I, or Assassination Nation, sorry. It's not, uh, it is not Vacation. a National Lampoon film. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I haven't seen it, but I think it's also kind of in the, like, shock. Dicks. Yeah. I don't know if there's dicks everywhere, but. So this show really, like. We are not kidding about the amount of dicks. There's no. so many dicks in it. Um, it's kind of cool. The other person who I really like on the show is um, Barbie Ferreira, Ferreria, um, and she plays she play... Kat. Oh, yeah. Kat is, yeah. So Episode three was great, because you get to see Kat. Yeah. Yes. And that was the turning point for me watching. Okay. Once I made it through the first two episodes, which also I had your help and the help of my friend Koji, who has already watched all four. Okay. Like, we got dinner last night, and he was like, I'm in now. Like, at episode four, I'm in. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep watching. And, like, you were saying similarly, like, the first two episodes are the hardest, and then... The first one was rough. Yeah. The first episode was really rough. I felt like... I kind of felt the same heaviness I felt when I was watching True Detective, which is just, like, yeah. this never-ending heavy, dark yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, but I think there are actually, like, really funny and sweet moments of light in yeah. this. Um, and so Barbie... I want to make sure I'm saying her name um, correctly. Um but she plays a character named Kat who like sort of starts out as like you're supposed to think that she is not hot and you're supposed to think that she's like kind of like chubby and like a nerd. But yeah, and also like that she doesn't have a lot of like self agency. Like yeah. she hasn't figured out who she is yet and like she's kind of like hiding herself a bit. Yeah, and and she's friends with all of these like extremely like 
traditionally hot girls and stuff who are like super experienced. Cassie's body doesn't make sense. Cassie? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know that? I know we're kind of jumping around, but that actress has been in um, so much stuff. She played uh, Eden on Handmaid's Tale. Mm. Completely different roles. She plays like a like a, a really young, serious character on that. She's amazing in it. She was also in Sharp Objects. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I think she's great. I also think really that the good. actress that plays Maddie, like, that's the thing. It's all really well acted. Mm-hmm. Like, Koji made a good point when we were talking yesterday because I was like, I don't know, it kind of feels like shock for shock's sake and I'm not really sure that I, like, care about any of these characters yet and I'm just, like, enduring a lot of bad shit. Yeah. And he was like, I mean, I get that, but at the same time... It's really well done. And again, like, once you get a little more involved in the characters, you know, it, it's like, you can tell it's still got that HBO production, that HBO money, yeah. you know? And, like, they were able to hire good actors and actresses. Uh, but, like, like, but just to call it out, HBO has also given us Hung, Made in America. Oh, yeah. I'm like not, the, yeah, no, I'm not saying Entourage. <laughs> hey, don't you, don't you speak poorly bow, about now, it. Now, now, yeah. now. go? <laughs> Oh yeah, that's all I remember. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, Johnny Drama. I'd... HBO gave us Johnny Drama, and we can't give that back. I might have seasons of Entourage on DVD somewhere in this house. Were you an Entourage stand? Absolutely not, but my brother was, and you know what? He also gave me all of Sex in the City on DVD. So that's you can't awesome. Hate on him too much. But have you? <laughs> I used to love Entourage. I sort of. I loved. Uh, that's true. I watched the first like three seasons while they aired, I and I loved liked it in like you know this like that part of your brain where you're like. I want to be rich, and this is fun. Well, I, I <laughs> was I more liked. like, this is entertaining before you sort of start analyzing things yeah. critically. Yeah. And then by the time it was on for, like, 90 seasons. I know. I was like, and then the movies came out. I was like, this is such trash, but of yeah. course I'm going to watch all these movies. So, I've never seen the movies, but um, at Bridgetown Comedy Festival, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. It was fucking incredible. It was a great comedy festival. They did a uh, live reading of the whole script oh. of the film before it came out. Oh it was like God. it was like super all these people could have gotten sued. So it was like How super did they get like their don't hands bring... on it. Someone knew someone who got the script. And oh. so they like they read the script live and it was one of the best shows I've ever been to. It was great. Fuck. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. A thing that I, I think that in the later seasons of Entourage I watched it because what I really loved was Gabe Delahaye used to do who is a comedian now um, or he's always been a comedian and he was a comedy writer for Video Gum which is mm-hmm. now a defunct site but it was connected to Stereo Gum mm-hmm. um, and it was just about like uh, memeable like it was about internet memes and like internet culture yeah. and um, it was just him and another writer named um, Kelly Connaby, I want to say. I think she writes for, like, Jezebel now. Mm-hmm. Um, but he used to do these really in-depth reviews of Entourage episodes. Yeah. And they were they were some of the fucking funniest comedy writing nice. I've ever read. Yeah. So it was like, I would watch the shows so that I had context yeah. for, the, for the episodes. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but anyway, so this show could have easily gone, like, entourage. could still easy, easily go, like, the Entourage yeah. hung, whatever the fuck. I guess, so yeah, here's my concern. It's been a lot of super toxic masculinity and misogyny 
and I'm not sure what the gain is yet. And they're just being like, but there's a lot of male nudity, so it's fine, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not sure that that makes up for it. There are moments. <laughs> like, there's been, like, a lot of violence against women. Yeah. Like, a lot. Yeah. For four episodes. Yeah. My God. You know, that I'm just, And there just, are long like... episodes, but it's a lot. Yeah. And I think it's, like, kind of more than, um... It's more than something like eighth grade or even yeah, something, absolutely. you know, like where with eighth grade, you're like, wow, I really, I'm trying to think of like other kind of coming of age movies, but like, you're like, I remember these like difficult formative moments yeah. that felt really bad, but they weren't the, this like over violence all the time. Yeah. And it also wasn't like, oh wow, it's so crazy how your high school parties look like a fucking Harmony Korean movie. You that know, was, like you just, that's not, that's not what high school parties are like. It's well, just you not. just called out exactly what I was going to say, which is it's like the kids. show really reminds me of kids. Yeah. It really reminds me of Bully. Yeah. Um, it really reminds me of Spring Breakers. Exactly. Um, Total Spring Breakers. Which vibe. is like, I, I just wonder if Sam Levinson is Former like a Former heart... Disney star is also in that one, too. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And I, I kind of wonder if Sam Levinson is like a Harmony Korean fanboy. Probably. Um, I hated all of those movies. Yeah. It's funny. So Carrie hasn't watched any of it, but just from me describing it. And, and I've watched it all with headphones on, too, so she hasn't, like, heard any of it either. Interesting. And she's just been like, oh, it just sounds like kids. It does. And it's like, that's yeah, pretty much just kids. And there's this <laughs> super... So, have you noticed the names of the episodes? Yeah, I noticed the last one was a part two, but there was no part one. They're, so, all they're I... all named after hip-hop songs. So, there's... Oh, gotcha. There's Made You Look, there's Shook Ones, part two. Oh, yeah, yeah. The next episode is called O3, Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, okay. Um, so, they're all named after hip-hop songs, and um, that's kind of the other overlap for me, which is like... Um, so, the show takes place... You don't know what state it's in, yeah. But it's just like some sort of kind of. It's it looks like like Orange County. Yeah, that's what it kind of suburban. Me of. Yeah, um, but it's like a predominantly white cast, um, with some exceptions, um, specifically Zen- Zendaya. Yeah. Um, but like, what also reminds me of Kids or Bully is like this obsession of, like, white kids, uh, like, appropriating black culture, mm-hmm. um, and, like, kind of, like, talking in, like, overtly, like, black slang in, um, in a space where, like, no one can call them out for it, Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, that has been, like, another huge overlap for me. So, so I wonder, and, like, that stuff kind of, well, I mean, it definitely bothers me and makes me feel icky, because I'm, like, what's the end goal here? Yeah. Like, what's the excessive, like, violence and like weird appropriation like where the fuck are you going with this because i know it's like to make a point it's like all of this fucked up shit exists but it's like it's excessive yeah and it's also like literally the only male character we get any backstory on because we don't really get any backstory on mckay it's on nate yeah and he's a psychopath who hurts people and it's like this is the only dude we're gonna spend any time on yeah it's just like I don't know. I think there were, like, some... There were some moments of, like, 
teen horny insecurity that did resonate with me. Like, in, I think it's the first or second episode, one of the characters is like, what's wrong with my areolas? This areola is different than this one. And I was like, wow, that really is what it's like before you realize that, like, pretty much anyone will fuck anything. (laughs) (laughs) Or when you're, like, a teenager and you're like, I have to be perfect and everyone's gonna notice. Or, like, there's another scene where the girl, like, the guy, they're, they're about to have sex and, like, guy is touching a woman's undercarriage and like wow <laughs> wow you're you're quite yeah. you're really she's wet. touching the undercarriage yeah and, and the dude's like wow you're really wet and she's like oh my god i'm so sorry and it's like i remember that too because no one ever tells you like hey you're gonna get wet like yeah. no one ever tells you that so then or you like, think your body's like doing something terrible right or so that I you're did, like a horny freak yeah so i did appreciate that there were like those those moments to me felt very like pure and like okay yeah that I can relate now, Mm -hmm. but then it would go back to, like, I'm doing crazy designer pills and, like, going to these insane parties and, like, my mom, she doesn't, it's fine. You know, like, that, then it would go back to that and I'd be like, well, actually, that's not what high school was like. My mom knew where I was all the fucking time. Right. And I wasn't doing drugs. I was fucking sober in high school, you know what I mean? I'll actually, um, I want to mention something on that note, but I feel like we didn't mention a really important part, which is that Jules is trans. Oh, uh-huh. um, yeah, yeah. And, and is played by um, Hunter Schaefer, who is, um, she was a model. This uh-huh. is actually, or maybe she still is. I think this she is still her, is. She's this in... is her first acting yeah, she's great. role ever. She's incredible. Yeah. Like, she is my favorite part of the show. Yeah. Um, she's, Rue's growing on me. But Rue's yeah. growing on me, but Jules is just so, like, I don't know. She's so bold and, like, pure and yeah. sweet in a way. She's just, like, totally captivating to watch. Yeah. Um, so there is, I would say, it's like... It's a talented cast. It's a talented cast. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the storyline and, like, a lot of the sort of... Um, what word am I... I feel like the violence around it is also perhaps not perhaps but for sure to show the experience of like yeah you know someone who is not like cis and and um what it's like to like live as a teenager for sure but she's not the only victim of violence is all i'm saying no yeah um i did i really like so i just wanted to mention that barbie uh ferrera is like a really she's like a really popular plus size model Oh, I don't um, know. And, like, her... She's, like, insane. She's, like, like a total babe. She's yeah. so fucking hot. Yeah. And, like, yeah. you can tell that they, like, really can only keep up with the storyline that she's a nerd for an episode and a half. That's so Until funny. she sort of starts, like, finding yeah. her confidence um, after she, like, has sex once. And uh-huh. then, like, gets all this latex and all these chokers. Yeah. And then immediately, like, looks hot. And it's like, okay, nobody at 16 looked like that. I know. I mean, all um, of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but it, it was funny to me because I really... I like her and I follow her on Instagram and she, um, she's like a very like, kind of like bold and forward, mm-hmm. um, plus size model. It's not like catalog shit. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. she, but she's just so, you know, she's like very like sultry and, and beautiful. So it was like, I didn't recognize her in the first episode. And then I was like, I thought she was supposed to be in the show. And then I was like, that's her? They must have done a lot of work to make her... They just went full Thora Birch from Ghost World. Yes. That's all she is. Yeah. I mean, I would even argue still. (laughs) Yeah. She's just Thora Birch wearing the, like, latex mask. She's she's awesome. (laughs) Which also I would just like to say, 
maybe we should have stopped making teen films after Ghost World. It was perfect. <laughs> I love that movie so much. The comic book is better, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Graphic, and this graphic kind of novel, like, excuse me. I remember how um I remember how like progressive Ghost World seemed mm-hmm. at the time that it mm-hmm. came out where like they were these like outspoken teens who were like yeah. kind of talking about sex in a way that I had never talked about sex or yeah. thought about sex and they were like potentially having like casual relationships with like older men. Yeah. Um and now like that seems like creepy and weird. Well, it's totally creepy and weird, but it yeah. also seems like excuse me, child's play compared to like oh. the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I but know. I read a bunch of articles that were like uh about how the show is meant to like show us what teenagers' lives are like. But in fact, like real teenagers just have the show so overblown. There's like an article in the New York Times that's like, uh, teenagers now are tamer than ever. Like, yeah, they're having 25% less sex than they used to. Also, and, like, teenagers now are like suing the federal government to get them to do something about climate change. They don't have time <laughs> to be doing all this Oxycontin. I know. Like- <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the other interesting thing about the show is like it definitely glamorizes and like exaggerates ever like I feel like teens the teens in the show are very online yeah but I think that teens now are like so online that they're having less and less of those moments that they're like spending together yeah um I don't know it's interesting I just think that there's a lot less like risk and I fully agree right yeah yeah there were just like all these interesting articles about that yeah I I don't know. I can't tell if I'll keep watching. Mm. Like, I like it. I thought that it does capture the, like, gloom of being a teen in 2019 and being, like, cool. So all this, like, all the horrible, like, climate disasters I'm going to have to deal with and, like, income inequality and all this bullshit is going to be really bad. So, yeah, I will just check out and, like, take some pills I got that to some extent, but now it's, like, moving way past that. I think that, like, was captured well in the first episode, Mm -hmm. and now it's moving past that, and I'm like, okay, well, let's get into why y'all are gloomy, because I don't get it anymore. Like, there's not enough, I'm not getting enough backstory. I mean, I'm getting a lot of backstory, but not enough to be, like, I feel like they would have more real-world concerns, besides just, like... I feel like now it's starting to turn into Riverdale of just, like, who's fucking who? And, like, what'd you do at the carnival? Right. You know? Like- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think it's definitely supposed to have, like, that Spring Breakers, like, um, sort of, like, overtly sexual for no reason and in a pretty unrealistic, like, yeah. porny way. Yeah. Um, that isn't, like, really real to... Yeah. And I feel like that's so... That actually is very HBO. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I don't, I'm just trying to think of shows on HBO well, that were like that. Well, I mean, it's like, like Game of Thrones went off, and they were like, We okay, gotta get something okay, corny so on we'll, here. Yeah, so we'll take away the boobs, replace them with wieners, and... Were there a lot of wieners on Game of Thrones? No, like two, maybe. Whole lot of boobs, though. I, I just so call out that the wieners on this, like, <laughs> aren't even... It's not, like, in attractive situations. No. It's, it's like a lot of flopping. All the ways that you don't want to see a wiener. Yeah. We're not looking at like um a statue of of David. Is that how you want to see? <laughs> yeah. <it>? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way I want to see a wiener is just 
um, yeah, it's a lot motionless. Of, yeah, it's a lot of like slow mo in a locker room Ugh. or on a around. webcam. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, I mean, yeah. Interesting, but you know you what? He... Wieners, your PR person needs to get out there. Have a convo with Sam Levinson. Yeah. See what you can do. You gotta make him look better. You gotta shoot him in a more flattering light. Um, yeah. It's interesting, because you said you felt invested. I did, but then I'm at, at the same time, I'm like, I'm really into Losa Spookies. Mm-hmm. I'm really into Big Little Lies as of a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. It's interesting that you don't find that show just, like, relentlessly depressing. Big Little Lies? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. The, the, this. I mean, I was, like, I've been, I've been in an abusive relationship that wasn't, like, that physically abusive, but, like, I've been with Alexander Skarsgård, so, like, that was pretty fucked up to watch. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I couldn't watch those scenes. Yeah. yeah. Like, I've been with that person that's a straight-up monster. Who just like go like is so manipulative. So like that was hard to watch, but like Reese Witherspoon always carried me through. I didn't care. <laughs> I mean, I watched it all too, but that felt almost more like painful for that felt more realistic it's, to me, yeah. like on season one than like anything that happens on Euphoria. Yeah. I if get that, that makes sense. Yeah. So I don't know. Watch Losa Spookies. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> Interesting. I have not watched that. Really? Oh my god. Yeah. I fucking I've just love it. only watched depressing things. It's one of it's so fucking funny. I, like it's it is like watch have you listened uh, anyway, it is like watching like a cartoon. Like yeah. it's like watching Scooby Doo, but like with real people and it's so genuine and funny and sweet and I can't recommend it enough. Is it like Paddington? Yeah, but spooky. <laughs> Los is spookies. But not not like Paddington. Yeah, yeah. And um, we just started, because I'm a fucking nerd for Doctor Who, we just started the Good Omens show. I don't know what that it's is. A, it's a Michael Sheen and David Tennant as like uh, an angel and a demon that are supposed to, that are trying to pause the apocalypse because they both right. live on Earth and actually really like Earth. Right, yeah. I've only seen David... I've seen David Tennant in two roles that I liked. Jessica Jones? Jessica Jones. I only watched the season he was on. And on um, Broadchurch. Yes. Dude can act. He's amazing. I don't... I don't fucks with Doctor Who. That's fine. I grew up... I was raised on it. Yeah. I've been watching... We used to have a Betamax player. I don't know what that is. That's... So, Betamax and VHS were Uh uh, competitors, and then Betamax said, no, no, to porn... But VHS said, yeah, we'll, we'll distribute porn. That's why Betamax lost. They, what do you mean they said no to porn? How Betamax could... wouldn't distribute. They were like, we are not going to distribute and let you record oh, stuff on Betamax. okay, sorry. For some reason I was thinking of not like VHS tapes, but players. Yeah, I mean, same. That's what Betamax was. It was its own type of like video player. And they wouldn't distribute they porn. They refused to be involved in porn. How do you know this? Gender studies classes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so that was what... Because, like, it, the gender studies class was basically, like, try, like that particular lecture was trying to be, like, this is how powerful porn is. Yeah. Like, if you feel like it's around a lot, it's because it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, like, this is how influential it's been. It's the reason why Betamax... Which... Because Betamax was the leading competitor. And then VHS was, like, yeah, we'll put out some porns. And yeah. then Betamax went bankrupt. Wow. Yeah, Wait, what were we talking about right before this? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> no, he 
said you were watching. Oh, Doctor Who. My family used to have, um, I think we might still have a Betamax player in my mom's basement somewhere with like... Betamax oh, you didn't recordings. have the porn one. No. Well, we did eventually. <laughs> Not for porn though, because they stopped making Betamax. There okay. was, you know, a couple years before DVDs, laser discs, if yeah. you will, showed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, we. I grew up watching a lot of Doctor Who that had been recorded on Betamax. Interesting. I've never heard that word. Well, hey. You yeah. Learned two uh, new things. I've learned several new things today. <laughs> um, and this has been horse talk. <laughs> Um, I hate to inform anyone who's still here that, um, (laughs) that we're really busy. (laughs) We're really busy. So we are going to watch an Olsen twins movie or two for the next episode. Depressing than talking about this episode has been like very weirdly depressing. So if you're still here, just understand that this is part of the process. Yeah. And also know that like. Life's not all sunshine and lollipops, but that doesn't make it bad. Okay. It's just worth talking about. Yeah, get and it also, together. And also, I hope you had some laughs, too. I had some laughs. I had some laughs, but this was a pretty depressing episode. <laughs> and that's okay. And that's okay. That's in this climate. Yeah, in 2019, in this economy. In this economy yeah. and this climate. Yeah. Um, It hasn't, there's been no sun in Portland. In this temperate fucking summer. Yeah, this has been the most temperate <laughs> summer I've ever lived. I'm actually living for it. I love it. I really like it, too. Yeah. And when Everyone's like, climate change, there's no sun. And I'm like, I kind of like no yeah. sun. Yeah. Um, so it's nice. It's not all going to be like that, but I some know. of it. I know. <laughs> um, so we are going to watch some Olsen twin movies yeah. um, for next for next time. Yeah. But um, if if you didn't like this episode, please don't leave us a review <laughs> about it. Okay? Um, unless you're Sam Levinson... And then you can leave us a review because we want to engage. Yeah. Sam, <laughs> Sam Levinson, let's talk about your uh, wiener p- portrayal. Yeah. Um, we have some thoughts. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't okay. have anything nice to say about that. So. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.